The Hamas military group is warning hostages will die if Israel continues its violent retaliation on Gaza. Israel has confirmed more than 100 people were taken hostage after raids by Palestinian militants on Saturday. In response, the Israeli military has launched an air assault on the region and called up an unprecedented 300,000 reservists. It's the clearest sign yet that Israel is planning a ground assault as well. Michael Sedley grew up in Wellington's Hutt Valley but has been living in central Israel for the past 30 years. He told me that the last 72 hours have been surreal. It's like living in a movie. It's, uh, I don't even know if I can explain what it's like. I mean, on Saturday hearing non-stop booms, before we knew what was going on, just thousands of loud booms. And we're far from the Kansas Strip. I mean, this is... And then slowly seeing my neighbours and, and, and their sons being called up for duty, watching kids being, you know, almost like a 1945 you know, World War II movie when you see, you know, kids in their uniforms, you know, giving a hug to their parents and, and, and you know, marching off to war. It's felt it's just like that, but these are scenes outside my, my uh, kitchen windows and watching neighbours being called up. Horrific reports on what's going on in the country. I mean, cutting very, very close to home and just terrifying. What's the situation for you in terms of the conflict and what what immediate things have changed for you in the past 72 hours? Well, I mean, life has completely changed. I mean, I'm trying to work. I work in high tech, not going to the office, obviously. It's, it's almost like going back to the corona. Uh, my wife's a teacher. She's teaching on Zoom. My kids are you know, volunteering in different ways. I have a daughter who's in basic training right now on an army base not far from the Gaza Strip in the south of the country, and she is terrified. She is just, just terrified. Um, and then hearing just horrific reports of people I know who've been injured, who've gone missing. Uh, my wife has a, a co-teacher in her school who... So it's very real. It's very near. Even though, thank God, I live not within... You know, uh, well, the terrorists haven't managed to make it this far north of the country, to this part of the country, but it's it's just terrifically terrifying. Your daughter being so close to the conflict and, and in a position where, where she, she may be called up to, to serve? She, she's in military basic training. She's not in a combat unit. Although, so in theory, her unit, her service should have been very calm. It should be on a, you know, on a base somewhere in a part of the country. Where, you know, where she, uh, she, she's been trained to be a, uh, a, um, you know, a, an instructor. Um, so that should be you know, far away from, from any conflict or any problem. Today she called me, said they're taking them out to train. They've all been issued weapons, but now they're being trained to use them properly. If God forbid they would ever need to use them in a combat situation, they have to have a much higher level of proficiency with their weapon, which is a terrifying thought because she's not a, she, I mean, she's a soldier. Thank God she's a soldier in the, in the Israeli army. But she's also my daughter. She's not a, you know, a Rambo. And, uh, and then, of course, she calls and, you know, panicking. And I have to be the father. I have to say, you know, don't worry. It's going to be okay. You take a deep breath. Everything's fine. Um, but she knows, and I know, that, that, that nobody knows what's going to be and how fine it will be. Is she doing that as, as, is that mandatory basic training, or is that something that she has chosen to do? No, no. Uh, it's all Israeli soldiers, all Israeli uh, youth are drafted to the army. She actually had an option. She chose to go to the army. Uh, religious girls have a choice. Her older sister, instead of doing military service, volunteered for two years of, of national service. So instead of serving in the army, she spent two years volunteering in a kindergarten for special needs kids. But my younger daughter, um, for her, it was important to serve in the army, and she did, but not expecting to see combat or see, you know, that she's not 
she didn't volunteer for combat unit. She, so um, this is something she was, and she was crying on the phone. She said, you know, Daddy, I, I, I didn't want to be a soldier like this. I wanted to go back to national service. And I said, sweetheart, it's, it's too late. The decision was made, you know, six months ago, and this is what you have to do. Are you in communication with other New Zealanders in Israel? My brother and my sister who lives here. And are they having the same experience? Everybody's going through the same experience. Everybody knows people that have been called up. Um, uh, my brother has a son who, whose unit's been called up. Everybody in the country's feeling this. There's nobody that's not. Everybody's been uh, heard sirens and had to run in secure rooms. Everybody's heard booms. Everybody's had friends and family being called up. Many people themselves have been called up. It's, it's, there's nobody in the country that's not directly affected by this. What is your what is your fear right now? My biggest fear is for the hundred odd people who have been kidnapped and are sitting in Gaza, and for their families. Just the horrific reality that, that we don't know where these people are alive or dead. What will be with them? That's the biggest fear. Uh, I fear for the for the you know. Also fear for the civilians in Gaza. I mean, there's going to be a very long and unpleasant war. And people will die. That's the reality of war. It's a war we didn't want and a war we didn't have. But uh, many people are going to die and be injured. And unfortunately, it includes not just Israelis, but the people of Gaza who have been living under oppressive regime for the past uh, 15 odd years, or more since 2005. And they're going to suffer terribly. The people of the South are suffering terribly. And, and I see this will go on for a long time. I don't know if that's weeks or months, but uh, it will be a. a um, a a very long and very unpleasant battle in front of us for everybody. That's Michael Sedley, a New Zealander living in Israel, and there is a longer version of that going up on our website, but the uh, apologies for the line there, which is a little bit scratchy.